Philippines. It's a letter that was written while Paul was in prison. And it was written during the last, later days of Paul's uh, life. And of course, all men of God should be like that. That they must bloom the, the most beautiful flower at the end of their life in spirit. But in 8097-ish, uh, uh, until his death in 8067, he spiritually grew and grew. And he was reaching, he was entering into the glorification already, and he was reaching the peak uh, of pinnacle of his, his spirituality. And of course, we can find uh, his letter in his second imprisonment. But this is almost, Philippians is almost uh, one of the last letters that he wrote in his life. And what, what was the core message in this letter? To rejoice. So when the church, when the church's spirituality enters into a mature level, whether the church members are rich, poor, or whatever, they must rejoice. The spirituality of joy. Oh. Wow. So from fattening dessert, then I would get fat. Anyways, I bless you. Alright, so the so the greatest um, element of spirituality is the joy. But not because something joyful is happening, but because of the existence. And what's the existential joy? Uh, understanding God's love, that I am a, a, a lovable being. So Philippian church, um, Philippians was written in Paul's uh, greatest spirituality um, days. So it's not related, it doesn't have any relationship with the circumstances and conditions. No matter what, you have to be joyful and you have to be happy. Of course, I had time that I had uh, fallen into despair, that I was sad. But I've been serving the Lord for 35 years, and everything was God's grace. And within His grace, within His grace, the most important image I uh, maintained within Him was this happiness. Whether I had money, whether I did, I did not have money, I was always happy and I was always joyful. So, you know, you can say it's a comfort from God or it's a boast uh, from me. But for 35 years of my life with the Lord, there was not a single time that I was, was not happy when I was with, with God. So, if I was not happy, um, I could not allow that, that time to, to be prolonged. I had to uh, solve that issue. So, so being joyful is one of the most important image living with God. So I keep emphasizing that it's not related to our circumstances or conditions. So if you keep saying, if you keep saying that, oh, because of this person, because of that issue, because of lack of money, I'm not happy, then that's a lie. It means that you have not met the Creator yet. 
If the Creator who transcends all the universe and all the life uh, is with you, how can you be swayed by the elements of this, this universe and not be happy of those? Because of those. And the reason why Paul said rejoice is because they have to rejoice. Even though he was in a situation that seems hopeless, like he is imprisoned. And Paul, he was even imprisoned for the reason, for, for no reason actually. So, so we have to first know that there must be at least one of the one one reason that we can be rejoiceful, joyful. So, so our pastors, you must examine uh, yourself, your wife, your church members, whether you are. Um, rejoicing or not. And if you are being if you are joyful, then first you don't have any problem. So the problem lies on your spirit which cannot rejoice. Mm. There must be a spiritual reason why you cannot rejoice. So Philippians, the core of Philippians is joy. And beginning from chapter 1, let us look together and see why we cannot rejoice and why we can rejoice and what's the source of joy, what's the model of joy. So as we go through Philippians, we should have the relationship of joy. We should know the reason of joy. We need to know the spiritual method of being joyful. So easily saying, if you are spiritually filled, then you can rejoice in any situation. So the problem is that you are not filled with the Spirit. And if you are filled with the Spirit, you will have the hope of God within you. And when you are rejoicing, it means that you have faith, you are trusting God's love. So, so that's how important rejoicing is. And, there, and churches like our z o y m i n i s churches who engage into spiritual warfare severely, you have to, um, the, the, one of the most important evidence that you are being victorious in your spiritual warfare is whether you are joyful or not. If you are joyful, whether you can sense it or not, You need to. You can confirm and have confirmation that you are victorious. And if you are losing your joy, then it means that you are you are not joy. Uh, you are not winning. So, whoever you you see, you need to be joyful. Whether you see your church members or your wife. <laughs> A pastor like you who have been married for only a year, you must be joyful when you watch your wife. <laughs> you gave birth to your, your daughter and you asked me to name her. <laughs> I gave her a pretty name. Her name is Tohi. 
which means um, in Korean language, a uh, uh, beautiful stone um, rejoicing. So the one who Jesus is, is pleased with, that's, that's the, the meaning of her name. But anyways... <laughs> but anyways, Pastor Ki-hoon, she, she gave birth to a, a daughter. And Pastor Lee Jung-hwan, he finally met, met his first grand, granddaughter. <laughs> I will soon be a grandfather too. <laughs> I think he he uh the baby is gonna be a son. But anyways, whether he's uh the baby's son or daughter. <laughs> seeing all our pastors becoming grand grandparents and Pastor Ishini, his son is getting married too and Pastor Yimaksu's daughter is getting married on, in March too his friend with Chungman and he's getting married in Taejeon uh, he met a brother around Taejeon area Anyways, uh, what a thankful news. Having grandchildren, uh, having their children getting married. <laughs> and if possible, just, you know, marry one another within Zoom Ministries churches. Or come to our church like him and, and bring, bring a sister out of our church. How brave was he? <laughs> he picked the right one. <laughs> because he is good at picking at his spouse. I, I think he will be good at pastor ministry too. But anyways, let's look at Philippians. The reason why I began by preaching first is because God inspired me to um, um, unravel something through a sermon first beforehand. And during pastor's wife's ministry, um, they, they were flipped upside down, <laughs> uh, sharing and imparting breath of life. But, you know, I'm not expecting that much from our pastors, <laughs> you know, because you guys have studied theology. I mean, for example, these pastors in Latin America, from one, one impartation, they, they show the same manifestation from our church. I mean, for for instance, uh, for 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 an example, one of their church members who was blind uh, opened their eyes during the worship, and they preached word by word uh, from the Zoe Ministry churches. And actually, they are fruits of your 20, 20 years of works <laughs> for because of your hard works for twenty years. They have bare fruit. <laughs> they have only one good strength, which is not studying theology. <laughs> 
That's that's the only excellency they have. But these days in our church, because we have plucked out all the chip of great prostitute, right? But there are there are many church members who are struggling and suffering from a spirit of religion, and they are are fasting. They are fasting. in order to get rid of the spirit of religion. And because the density of of holiness is becoming greater and greater, uh, it's not allowing the spirit of religion to stay in our church. So wherever I go around the world, um, when I face spirit of religion, it becomes a great hindrance to me. (laughs) And I feel a little difficult even now. The reason why spirit of religion is powerful is that it brings pain to me. But, you know, I believe it'll get better or it'll it'll be habitualized to me or something like that. But anyways, this is the last stage in the church, getting rid of spirit of religion. And these days, of course, uh, Antichrist and the great prostitute will not be separated until now. But uh, which spirit will will go forward? That's important. But Antichrist uh, came out first. But during this season, great prostitute is becoming more more, uh, evident, becoming more powerful because of political reasons. Because great prostitute is trying to use her her um, servants to be popular within political areas to destroy the churches. She is planting her seeds in the pol- uh, political political um, you know field. All these these polit- uh, politicians. So so they are opposing powerfully in order to grab the the authority in in politics. But usually back in the days, during the uh, political seasons, during the election season, uh, the most powerful spirit was diverse spirits because because these shamans, they, they earn a lot of money by doing fortune tellings and those kind of things. And, this, and we have to understand this spiritual attack is severe during the season. So we have to keep bind them, binding them so that they would not um, they will not they would not have power. And there, there's a church member in my church who has a connection to the, to the other party of the uh, other political party, and I um, uh, I advise her. But anyways, So he keeps talking about this political situation of South Korea. But anyways, uh, I I have um, revealed all this secret to to our church members. 
없어 이제. 대신 한 씨가 이번 총선까지만 역할을 해줘야 돼. 그 이후에 힘을 발휘하면 돼. 그게 그걸 해서 누군 거야 이제. So, anyways, we need to keep fight, keep fighting for these political um, situations until the election. And this is the season the Korean Peninsula is being divided, being separated from Antichrist. And if we fail to be separated from Antichrist, our our country will be ruled by Antichrist. So we have to fight severely. In these days, <laughs> the reason why rice became cheaper and cheaper is because many of our church members, many of our church members, are fasting. But this is a season that you need to you need to fast, fighting for your country, fighting for your spiritual reasons. But anyways, let's first. Let's first begin by verse 3, from verse 3 to verse 11. Paul is saying that in order to build this, build this joyful relationship, what did they do between Paul and the Philippian church? And what Paul is saying, because both Paul and Philippian churches had joyful relationship between God, that's why they were able to build this joyful relationship between one another. So whether, whether they are in difficult circumstances, whether they are in good circumstance, uh, they were able to build this joyful relationship with God so that they can be joyful. So a saint will never determine the happiness of their life because of circumstances or conditions. No matter what kind of things happen around you, as long as you are sure of who you are, as long as you confirm your identity, that problem will disappear immediately. Even though it, it exists there still, that will not become a problem to you. So all the Bibles never tell, tell you that you will become joyful, you will be happy because of your circumstance or because of your condition. No, it's all about your existence. And existence is always related to the relationship between God and the relationship within the church. So the pastors, pastors must confirm this relationship between God first and believe in this existence. If not, the church members will never believe in anything. So you must believe in this relationship first. So we can talk about authority in many ways. And if something loses its influence toward me, then I have, it means that I have authority over that. For example, if money loses its power to control me, then it means that I have, I have authority over money. And the world does not have power to rule over Antichrist. It's because they are always under the control under, under Antichrist. But actually, this is something that, that is being made automatically as soon as you enter into God. 
Why? Because the one who has been defeated the world has entered into me already. So this is not a great spirituality or anything. As long as you believe in you 100% and as long as you believe in who Jesus is, then it's an easy thing. So, so if, if an object loses its power or loses its power to control over me, then it means that I have authority over that, that object. Look at the devils. Why is the devil cannot control me? Because it can, it can never hook anything to me. It's not by my effort or not by my strength. It's because I have my Lord within me. I have His blood flowing in me. So He's always taking care of these, these dark chains within me. So He can never hook that chain. But because you are allowing these enemies to hook that, those chains to you, that's why you are allowing that enemy to have the control over you. So it's a simple thing. You need to know that besides God, there is nothing in this universe who has authority to control me. There is no existence that can claim its authority over me. So, so that's why you need to be authoritative over the enemies. And um, material is the same. People think lack of money itself is a problem. No, not being able to have authority over the money, that's a problem. So if you have authority over money, even if you have money, even if you don't have money, it does not matter. It's a clear fact. And, and glorious churches are rising up these days. And God is showing clear evidences within the churches. And from Israel conference, of course, we, we never had problems uh, financially in our church. But ever since Israel conference, um, within one week within one week every time we proclaim God brought all the materials to us and and now if we are planning to have a conference um, it usually costs us around like um, 20 200 million or 300 million one because we have to um, pay for the flight tickets for the foreigners but they are all solved already. Exactly one week after my, my declaration, it has been solved. South Afri uh, uh, Latin America conference in, in March and Africa conference in May, they are all solved. Why? Why is it possible? This is, this is the image of, of the church that God allowed these days. And yesterday, when I read a newspaper, and the average um, salary, average payment of associate pastors in Seoul was um, $1,700 per month or so. So that's the reality of the church. And this, this one mega church, one mega church in Seoul, they sold, they sold their, their uh, you know, territories, their, their real estate. And they even made a, a labor union within the church. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we have a labor union in our church? <laughs> Pastor Lee Soo-young. That's, that's your taste, right? You're from that, that, that town. 
If you form, if you form, form a labor union, I mean, I will not uh, uh, treat you di- directly. You will, you will just. God will strike you directly. <laughs> And why would you make a labor union? I mean, there's no other churches like us who who treat pastors so well like us. Anyways, let's continue. So. So, so whatever we do, we need to make sure of our existence, our relationship. We need to confirm this first. And as long as we confirm that, and of course, there are many of you who already feel this, who are already, who are already embodied in your life. And as long as it is confirmed, there's no, no problem in your life that will make you make you struggle and make you feel difficult. If you face something, then you will always think spiritually first. If you are being beat by the enemy, you will think, oh, how, how tremendously will, would God re- bring revenge upon these enemies? It all comes from that kind of spiritual um, status. If not, you will keep falling into, into the problem, thinking the problem itself is a problem. You are tr- and you are trying to solve the problem through, through people. But all the problem in the life can only be solved through God. And there is no problem that cannot be solved by God. So, so every problem comes from, uh, from the, the problem within the relationship with God. So immediately, whenever a problem strikes you, you have to know that there is something wrong going in between my relationship with God. Okay, let's continue. So, so let's look at this relationship from verse 3. I thank my God every time I remember you. So first, so first thing that, I, that, that Paul thinks about Philippian church is the gratitude. And, and Philippi is the Philippi is a church that Paul first established in Macedonia with, with, with Lydia and this fortune teller but, but she, she was an immoral woman and fortune teller I mean think about that person and a, and a you know, prison guard and that's who, who church members were but from those people the gospel was sent and they, they formed the first ever church in Europe So, so Paul cannot help himself but to be thankful toward the church. In all my prayer for all of you, I always pray with joy. So, not only he prayed for them, but he prayed with joy. But if you look at the circumstance of Philippian churches, Paul was probably was unable to be joyful because there were not many churches in the church. They were not uh, materialistically rich, but he was still thankful and he was still joyful. So, what does that mean? It means that he was joyful not through the status, not through the circumstances, but because of spiritual reasons. So we have to make sure that our joy does not come from the circumstances. So this is something that I repent about. Our Zoe Ministry churches, of course, we don't have big churches in Zoe Ministry. 
I never considered that as a problem. Why is my church, is our, our Zoyamunist church is growing in numbers? But, you know, I felt unfortunate toward the churches that, you know, for example, look at Malaysian churches. They are, look how weak they are, how vulnerable they are. But even though they are so vulnerable, they are so weak, but every single year they, they voluntarily uh, um, serve these, these Southeastern Asia conference themselves. So it's not a matter of the size. It's, it's a matter of faith. But look at our, our so many churches. Besides our church, besides the Yonggong church, what, what other churches have Uh, have uh, served the conference. So that's why I felt unfortunate towards Soy Ministry Churches. Because it's not, the, the issue is not on the size. Look at, look at Sabah. Look at Sabah, Malaysia. And the reason I keep saying the spirit religion and chip of great prostitute is because, because they, they are keep stirring you this this instinct thinking that is Sue ministry beneficial for me is Sue ministry making my church ministry uh, uh, popular that's why 5,000 pastors went went uh, came and then they left because because they they never considered Sue ministry beneficial but but then why are these pastors here why are they here because they have nowhere else to go But who are these two lampstands at the end? This is one church network. The reason why you are, you are in Zoe ministry is because you are forming one body, one church. You are be, being one family. What's the most blessful thing of Zoe ministry? is that all the churches in Latin America, Southeastern Asia, Africa, they are becoming my family. Look at Zoe Ministry's church members and the pastors in Korean Zoe Ministry churches. Is there anyone who texts me whenever they have problem in their life? No. But look at these Latin American brothers and sisters. They always text me asking me for prayer. How should I interpret this? And uh, Pastor Ivan from Singapore, he calls me every day, and he he bugs me all the time. <laughs> so I always call Pastor Sergio to translate translate uh, my message to him. So look, why why are they doing this to me? Because they they consider me as my family. It's not about their benefit, but because because I'm his family. And all these Latin American pastors, they, they uh, dedicated themselves and their countries to Zoe ministry. And they, they gave us the emblems of their countries. But look at Korean Zoe ministers and what they have done. What have you guys did? What, what did you do for last 20 years? Well, Zoe ministry is not, not like that. That's, what, that's not what Zoe ministry is. We are, we are one family. That's why I keep saying that we need to uh, stay in one truth, one purpose, and one mind.
But the reason why you guys are staying here and not living is because because we feed you well. You know, you may you may think that I'm speaking too ruthlessly, but this is a fact. Not that you had a bad intention or anything, but because uh, if you if you have studied theology, it will make you self-centered, and you you will naturally act like that. My church, mine. So our our Korean ministry churches was never able to have this selfless faith and devotion. And Malaysia, Malaysia contacted me and saying that I will, uh, we want to have a conference in KL, which ha, which that that church has less than 10 church members. And because we are family, because we are we are family, you believe in family members that all the family members can help one another. Even though you don't have money, my family member can help me. So wherever I go. Wherever I go, if, if you do not have money, our church will take care of you. And, and miraculously, even if we don't have money, God will fill this. So you need to see what's, what's the core. So Zoe ministry is not about my benefit, my gain. It's about, it's about being a family. Two lamp stamp. One unification. One family. And if you if you fail this, and if you are keeping divided, and keep keep opposing me, even though you are receiving blessing, uh, you are keep building your wall between me and you. So you have to understand that this is the problem that spirit of religion is giving. We need to understand that we are a family. So if you if you are truly dedicating to swim ministry, you need to be a family member. Being a family is not a simple phrase or a simple uh, statement. It means that you are not ministering for your own benefit or for on your your own gain, but you have to be a family member. You have to be a be a branch. We have Pastor Francisco's son here. He met me only for how long have he? Have we known each other for five years now? But anyways, he is able to give his own son to me. He was able to entrust his own son to me. How many pastors were able to send their children to me? We have Eunjung, <laughs> Pastor Eunjung, Kihun, Yosef. Ask them. How's Yolbang Church? Do they are they the are they the same that they they see Yolbang Church when they are outside of Yolbang Church? So you have to come in. You have to be the the part. Be be a part of the church in order to know the church. But because they trusted us that, that they were able to entrust their sons to us. And now, now he's my son. Look at him. Look how, how handsome he is. <laughs> And he's handsome looking can be problematic to our sisters in our church. <laughs>
He's a good-looking man, right? Eduardo. <laughs> I call him Eddie. But anyways, this is possible only because we are a family. And from March, from March, we will have more than 20 people coming in for training. I don't know how long they will be staying in our church. It can be 10 years or more. But I will feed them all. We will give them providing all the housings from Argentina, from everywhere around the world. to be trained. I mean, we have people from Hong Kong and from, from Africa already, but this is the season that we are becoming a family, all the remnants becoming one family. So that's why I keep inviting everyone, keep asking them to come in. I will take care of you. No, it's not me, it is God who is taking care of you. So every time I go to Latin America, I encourage the young adults to come to Korea, come to Korea. So there, they have this one goal or one hope to come to Korea. And that's why I, I pay them all the flight tickets to have Israel conference. But the reason why I was able to invite them and encourage them is because we are one family. But this one enemy who interferes, who hinders us from doing this, uh, hinders us from uh, unifying as a one family is ship of great prostitute, spirit of religion. And I told you, Uh, so, in order to plant a tree in a, in a small vase, you need to um, bind the root so that it can only grow small. And that's what church is these days. Because of the chip of great prostitute, they cannot grow as a large tree. So the essence of the church is that they should not talk about the problem. Money, power, people, nothing can be considered as problem in church of God. This is not my boast. This is what the Bible says. If, if it is a church of God, if it is a church of God, then nothing can be a problem. But look at the reality. Everything is problem, right? But if you, if when you look at the big churches, if you look at the mega churches, you think that oh, they don't, have, they wouldn't have any problem. No, I'm talking about the influence of the holiness. This is the essence of the church. This is not a matter of how well you are preaching, how well you are pastor ministering. No, it's about God's rule. Because God is ruling, nothing is becoming a problem. And because God is rule, God is in rule, church, church can naturally be renewed every single day. And you only have to make sure whether I am being renewed every day. That's why I'm confirming to my wife every day, Hey, uh, wife, hey honey, am I being renewed? Am I being renewed? Are my church members being renewed? Are my church members growing? And besides those, all the other things, God is making them. Of course, physically, I, I can get tired. 
But, but there's nothing that I do. I all, I, all I do is to allow God to rule over, over every aspect. That's what I've been preaching for the last 20 years in Zoe ministry. Find the essence of the church. Do not look at the church. Do not look at the people. Do not look at the money. Even now, that's what I'm saying. It's all about the church. But, but you cannot hear that because of spirit religion, because of shape of great prostitute. Even if you hear it, you interpret it through, through the information or the truth that you already have in you. Then it can be, it can be um, theology or whatever information. So because you filter the truth through the things that you have in your brain, that's why you cannot become a family. You cannot accept it as it is. But now, you need to be able to be a true family member. And this is not to make a Zoyaminist church as a good gathering. No. But this is a prophecy of God's church. This is not a season for me to fight alone. No. And even now, we are praying for all the churches in Zoe ministry. And if we've been praying for each other for the last 20 years, uh, imagine how tremendously we have been turned into. And, and this is happening in Latin America and Africa. And during the journey of uh, uh, this Chinese pastor, uh, I, I witnessed that. They all pray 24-7 for that one person. And in our church, uh, our NSF students, they are, they are a good model of church. If one student is fasting, all the other students around him would fast for him too. If one person is, is um, uh, becoming popular or becoming as a leader, nobody will be jealous toward him, but they will all praise him and they will be all happy for him. And even now, even now, our our Zoom ministry churches, you will say that, oh, if I go to a Zoom ministry um, a conference, you will... You will have your church members taken away to Yeobang Church. I mean, if you are if you are a pastor, at least if 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 other pastor can make your church members alive, you need to uh, be happy when when this this church member go to other church, be be alive to other other pastor, right? I mean, you need to be gladful if if. If your church member is being taken away and, and be revived. And just like our Tindinan church, you have to go through this process that your your hundred hundred members of church members being taken away and, and leaving the church and becoming twenty, redu being reduced to twenty. <laughs> 
That's why I'm inviting Pastor Yi Wonju to come to your Bang Church. But anyways, because Pastor Lee went through all this history with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm considering him as my brother, but I think he, he is only thinking me as of his, his good friend. <laughs> So, I'm not talking about this uniquity of, of, of Sui ministry, but I'm talking about the two lampstands that appears in the Bible. And after this conference is over, I want all of you to have this confidence as a family member, but this is never done by your own thoughts. But this spirit of religion, great prostitute, oh, this is what has been killing me. And this is what made me being limited to myself. And that's why you guys were unable to serve one single conference, even though Malaysian churches were able to serve these great conferences in Southeastern Asia. That's your reality. That's your reality. You need to see this now. You need to face this. This is never a small thing. So look. Of course, our church is not super rich or anything. But... Whenever I go to foreign countries, whenever I go to uh, different, different, different churches abroad, as long as I have confirmation that I, I am his family, I provide them everything. I gave Pastor Ivan like $50,000 to move his church. And, and You need to know according to what principle I am moving. I am never, I never prioritize Yolbang Church over everything, over other churches. God called me in order to form this union of two lampstands. And in order to form that union, I am willing to, I can gladly give out everything. And even now, I'm giving out everything. So, so you have to have a clear affirmation toward this. As a member of Two Lampstamp, I will become a true family member. Without this confidence, without this affirmation, and keep attending to a ministry, ah, that's a great loss. If you if you want to say that um, because I've been attending this church, I, this this joy ministry uh, uh, conferences for a long time, that's why I got used to this. No, never say that kind of. You need to have this confirmation that God has called me as a remnant church. And because you were unable to have this confirmation by yourself, that's why God made me to proclaim this. 
And look at these brothers and sisters in Latin America and Africa. They put their life in, in, this, in this truth. And this is not being done out of nowhere. God is building this truth. And because God has been taken out, this cheap upgrade prostitute, and this Chinese pastor, they came all the way from El Salvador, through Panama, through Costa Rica, Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico, all the way to U.S. He lost all his belongings. He even had to sleep under the water. But he, he, he held his laptop, which he had um, my message, the Zoe ministry messages in, in that computer. So wouldn't I pray desperately for that, that pastor? And because of this $1,000 that I gave to that, that pastor, he was able to pay that um, uh, you know, fine to enter into U.S. And not only that person. This is a season that you have to push your life to the truth. And if you have your own truth, then put your life to that truth and become, become a true lambstem. And if you do not think that this truth that the ministry is giving is, is not the truth, then there's no reason for you to put your life in this truth. So there's no reason for you to waste your time in Zoe ministry. But if you think that Zoe ministry truth is the truth, then you have to put your life. So, so I want you to consider this conference as the last conference or this conference to be a conference that makes you as a, as a family member. Either you become, become a family member or you have this conference as your last conference. Right? If you do not confirm that, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. That's my heart too. Now, and this is my final conference to, to have a show. have a Pastor Kim show. Now it's time to confirm yourself as a family member or, or, or to leave. Right? Amen? <laughs> And Pastor Shinung, who will be ordained soon. <laughs> All right, let's continue. So verse 5, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. So from the first moment that Paul entered into Macedonia and until now, until this point when Paul was in prison, Uh, Philippian church and Paul had this partnership of gospel, which is relationship of gospel. So this applies to one church too. What's the most important thing between pastor and a church member? The relationship of gospel. 
if you do not have this relationship between the two, um, there will be at least one spirit entering between that relationship. So spiritual uh, uh, relationship of the gospel is a spiritual relationship. So if you fail to have this spiritual relationship and to try to build a humanistic relationship between one another, then that will be a big problem. And within Zoe ministry, we need to have the relationship of gospel first. But until now, until now, there were some of you who tried to apply apply the truth that you received from here to uh, to your own ministry, which made a which made a, a uh, difficulty within within our relationship. And if you acknowledge me as a leader like Paul, then you have to put your life, life, um, put your life to this truth. And there, there was this one pastor in Denver. He, he. He said that uh, I don't want to enter under the leadership of Pastor Kim. I I actually like like Pastor Kim's sermon, but I don't want to enter under his his leadership. So I told him, "Do you do you think this position is is um is luxurious or, or great? Then come come." But now, but we need to now move in one purpose, one mind, and in one flow of truth. This is the ministry, and this is the remnant. All right, we need to confirm this relationship of gospel, like Paul and Philippine church. That's the reason why they can put their life for one another. Verse 6, being confident of this day, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So, so a salvation began, a good work, salvation has begun, and until day of completion, this relationship will continue. And we are the same. So a ministry is not a ministry trying to build something on this earth. What is our purpose? Our purpose is to stand before the Lord on His second coming in the most glorious image. So when we say the ministry is the remnant church, is not to build build our churches great in numbers or be luxurious, have a nice building. No. And becoming, uh, securing the truth not always means that you will have many church members. And because Yolbang Church is a representative church, that's why that's why we have 500 church members. But myself, I don't desire to have many numbers in our church. But but because we have to have intercession team, that's why God has sent me 500 church members. But until until we form a 500 member church, uh, the people who went to our church and left our church is more than 5,000. But now, because we are forming one family, now we are making something. Now we are talking about something. So this applies to our church and your churches too. In the Bible, the, the numbers never a problem. You need to have the confirmation. You need to have a confidence that your church members will all stand glorious before the Lord in His second coming. 
So I told to my church members that I have comfort. I, I am confident that you are my body part. So if you do not form, if you do not form a glorification, then I cannot let you stay there. But there was the, there is this one sister in our church who failed 21 day fasting for three times. But I forced her to to be successful. Uh, And because I see a reason that they that she needs to be successful in her fasting, and this is her third time trying trying 21 day fasting. And God's will is to make each and every one uh, uh, perfect. That's why He will never give up on you. So our goal is to stand glorious before the Lord when He comes. And in order to do that, we have to all be a family. But if we fail to have this, this family relationship, this relationship of gospel, we can never form that. How can we stand glorious before Him? So I can never allow them to just happen. And God can never allow that to happen to you. I mean, would, would He want His beloved children to stand before Him in a poor image? No. Okay, verse 7. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you. Right? When, when Paul thinks about the love and the truth that God gave him, it is right for him to feel that way toward Philippian church. Since I have you in my heart. Which means that he loves that church. Within this gospel relationship, he has put his life. That's why um, they are in, in Paul's heart. And that's why I have repented as I read this, this, this message. Do I truly have z u e ministry churches within my heart? Of course, I have faults, but if we do not form a relationship of gospel, I cannot have you in my heart. I tell this directly to my church members. If, if we do not have this gospel relationship between one another, then it's a benefit for you to leave the church. And I, I um, casted out this one sister Um, after 16 years because she was unable to build this gospel relationship between, between me for 16 years. Not because of me. Not because of me. It would be beneficial for you to leave the church unless you build this gospel relationship between me. So for, for 16 years, 18 years, I drove him out of my church. And last year, I drove out this one brother who was one of the, uh, one of the people who, who gave the most tidings in our church. But I, I did not care about that, that money. I, God does not want to receive that dirty money. So if you do not form a gospel relationship between me, we cannot live. But to m i n i s churches, you guys are not my church members. I mean, you, we, don't, we are not directly related in, in one church, so I cannot tell you to, to leave. So, so if you think that, oh, my relationship with, with Pastor Kim is, is this gospel relationship, then you need to remain. But if you are not confident that you have gospel relationship between me, then you need, you need to leave. <laughs> it's not that I became ruthless 
But now, but now, God does not want swim ministry to be haphazard. Uh, and keep in mind that I, it's not just swim ministry i s of Korea that I'm speaking like this. In Uganda, that I have never been to, I spoke even more ruthlessly to, to, to those people. before these generals and these bishops, I told them that you will go to prison, you will go to hell. But this is not my intention. This is the heart of God. This is time for God to to distinguish whether this church will be alive or, or to die. And this is the season. So that's why That's why we need to make sure that we have gospel relationship between one another in, in Korea's ministry churches. Whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. And Paul was chained because of gospel. But Philippine churches, they are in this gospel relationship that they are chained together. And when, and when Paul was defending who Jesus, who Jesus is and what the gospel is, Philippine churches stood on the same side next to Paul and they defended Jesus uh, together. And also, Philippine churches believed in this confirmation as, as, as a child, as son of God, as, as a church. They had this confirmation. So, so if, you have, if you have gospel relationship between me, then this is how you should have lived. And as you know, look how much I have been accused by Korean churches as, as heresy. You guys should have uh, defended me. You guys should have uh, confirmed me. And this was possible for Philippian churches because they had this relationship between Paul, with Paul. And we are waiting for two doctors in our, in our church to finish their dissertations, exhortations, or dissertations, uh, what's it called? But anyways, and Judy and Pastor Lee is... Um, keep writing their papers and we will have these five five PhD doctors and after they finish their papers what what will we do? We will write a paper Uh, we will write a book named uh, A Human Jesus and we will begin attacking Vatican after Judy receives her degree Uh, she will write another book and we will we'll keep writing books in the names of these doctors. And these, these books must become, become popular. So, so all our Zoom researchers, you need to buy those books a lot. <laughs> because, because Vatican must be aware of this, this book. And even now, and and now I'm being accused by Korean denominations, but if I I begin fighting against Vatican, my life will be at risk. 
but will you still stand beside me? And <laughs> these Latin American people, uh, they don't know what that means, so they always say amen. They always say amen because they don't understand what that means that much. <laughs> but because you guys understand what that truly means, so you guys don't say amen. But please pray for our doctors. As soon as they finish their degrees, we will begin writing um, a book. And all those women's churches must support us and buy this book. And there was this, there was this, this one um, um, cartoon back in the years who wrote these, these uh, contents about Vatican. But anyways, and the book won't be that expensive. I mean, the books are really expensive these days, right? How much would that be these days? <laughs> And these days, we, we uh, publish lots of books. I, and I know that our pastor's wives brought brought them back to your own churches. What else do we have? We have those nine characters of the Bible and doctrine of the Holy Spirit and, and more to come. And, and more to come. <laughs> and now pastors, our pastors are becoming like Pastor, pastor Lee j e c h e r <laughs> When I asked him how far is it, and he will say, "Oh, it's really far." <laughs> But anyways, let's continue. Verse eight. God can testify how I long for all of you with affection of Christ Jesus. I mean, how much would Paul love these people that he used this term, that affection of Christ Jesus? So in Korean, there's this term that, that means like a faithful wife. But just like a faithful wife, he has this heart that he can give everything to, to his family. So this is not a humanistic love. And Paul mentions about this kind of love a lot in, in his letter to Thessalonian churches. And in, in Thessalonian churches, he ministered only three weeks. But how is it possible for him to build the love like that? It's because he built a spiritual relationship, not a humanistical relationship. So if you have a spiritual relationship, even if you have a short period of time having a relationship with a person, you can have that kind of love between one another. So if it's a, a, a gospel relationship, I can have a deep relationship with that person. So it's not a matter of, of a physical time. And even if you have met me for a long time, if you do not met me within this gospel relationship, I could never build a love relationship with you. and God can testify how I long for all of you so, so the gospel so gospel what does it build? it builds a love relationship 
So Paul has no other way to express his love that he, that's why he says God is becoming a witness to his love. And verse 9, And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. <clears throat> and now, not only he's being thankful for the growth of Philippian church, but because, because he, he loves them, he's praying for them. And if you love someone, you will, you will pray for that person. And what should be added to, to that love, knowledge, and uh, uh, knowledge and insight? So you have to understand, you have to have experience of love of Jesus. And what is, what is that? It is, it is that nothing can separate, separate me from this love. Why? It's, it's because that love is the love of the Christ, which, which He paid everything in order to save me. If money becomes a problem, he, he provides money. If enemy becomes a problem, he destroys that enemy. That's how much he loves us until he, he makes me complete. That's why, that's why Paul says, who can cut me, off from, cut me off from this love? That's a relationship he had between Philip and church. And what's the insight? Uh, insight allows someone to know something, uh, distinguish the love from the things that's not love. And, and allowing that person to experience and go through the true love. So if you know God's love, you will know others are, are false love. And as I always say, if you think your uh, God's love is like your your wife's love, then it's a it's a fake. God's love is unique, is distinguished. Whatever He gives is all distinguished, is all holy. Verse 10, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So, discern here means that understanding what, what best thing God has given you. So, because God loves us so much that He never gives us the second best thing or third best thing. No, whatever He gives to you is the best thing. So, I always tell my young adults that is this person that you are getting married to, is he the best for you? Is she the best for you? If it's not, if he's not, if she's not, then do not get married. The strategy of the enemy is giving you what is not the best. So in your life, uh, the reason why your life is keep being bound is because you are keep receiving and taking the things that are not given by God. So you will never um, be bound by the things that God gives you. So you have to discern clearly whether this is given by God or not, given from God or not. And now I don't really have to discern for that 
And there's no reason for me to do that, but in the beginning of my, my faith life, whenever I receive money from someone, I always ask the Lord, Lord, uh, is it from you? But these days, I don't uh, do like that because, because God always inspires me what to do with that. And there was this, uh, during this blessing ministry, there was this one brother who came to me, one came to, uh, this one brother who came to me without this, this special offering to me. So I, I told him, hey, tomorrow, bring, bring, your, um, bring money worth your one, one month wage. So, so he brought me uh, the next day exactly that money. So I offered that money directly toward God again. And as you know, when when Zoe Ministry first began, there were lots of people who came to me like that, bringing uh, um, real estate to me and saying that, hey, if you bless me, I will give this money to you. I will give this land to you. And there was this one sister who had a terminal cancer who went to this, uh, this heretic asking for prayer. And he, he said that that, that heretic um, asked me to, to offer uh, 100 billion won. And I told her, hey, if you want to receive, uh, if you want to be prayed by me, I, I ask you for your life, not the money. But, you know, there was this one brother who came to me asking for prayer, and he said that he will give me a, a tremendous amount of money, but I knew that he was under, a, a, under an affair, so, so I rejected him. And there was this one time that, that I suffered a lot from this financial need, but... but, but um, somebody brought me a lot of money, so I asked to the Lord, Lord, I need money, but I need at least uh, 1,000 times greater money than this. So God told me, hey, go out and have a nice meal with your wife. So I, I spent all the money uh, having a nice meal outside. So, so if it's not the best for you, best that is given by God to you, then you should not be bound by that. So the reason why I keep telling you about the calling, no matter how good that is, if you do not confirm your calling, you should not put your heart toward it. So many people say that our, our church is cold toward it, but you have to confirm first about your calling. So that's why I, I drove out this one church member for 18 years. Never once I opened my heart to that person because I have never confirmed this relationship with that person. But you have to always have the faith that God is always giving me the best. What is, uh, and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So being blameless means that you will never create any, any, um, how is it called? Any, any hindrances within your life, any transgressions. Verse 11, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ, uh, Jesus Christ to glory and praise God. So, so the fruit of righteousness because you always live with God's um, righteous, righteousness, you, you embody that righteousness in your life. You have relationship to go before God whenever you want. 
And having this fruit of righteousness and being called as praise of glory by God, just like Ephesians. What a great, what a great dignity is this. Being called as praise of glory by the Creator. Amen. I mean, I can talk about more, but let's pray a little bit more and then let's pray for a while. And, and our pastors are keep insisting that they, they are receiving grace a lot, so let's do that too. And what is this drink? Is it coffee? I thought it was an ice cream, but it's a coffee. Lord, for all our Korean ministers and Korean Zoe ministry churches. Lord, I want this time for them to be, be family, be family members, be a family. Now, let them, let them clearly know and see how poisonous the spirit of religion and c h i p of great prostitute is. And Lord, and And Lord, Lord, until the point that we are being acknowledged by you, Lord, Lord, open our spiritual eyes and let us see. And over 2,000 years, Lord, Lord, we can see how much this chip of great prostitute has, has polluted your churches. But Lord, now is the time for your glorious churches to rise up. But Lord, that glory lied on, on the truth. Lord, you gave us this pure truth to the ministry. Lord, Lord, let your Zoe ministry churches rise up like these, these giant trees. Just like, just like Timothy 3.15, a church is a spiritual gymnasium, spiritual training ground. Lord, show us, show us that, that how the truth is working within your churches. Lord, you are taking all the responsibility for us. Lord, you are forming everything through your glory and let us be witness to that work. And, and because, because this truth is not moving, the, the blood, blood vessels are being stuck. Lord, Lord, now let all this untruth, ship of great prostitutes, all spirit of religion, all these, these uh, antichrists, Lord, let them be plucked out. Let us all see them through our spiritual eyes. Lord, through this conference, let us all get rid of them. And finally, Lord, let our Zoeminist churches become two lampstands. Let us all have this gospel relationship that can, that can offer all our life or our life for one another. Let us have this relationship. Lord, we are gathering all together in this April for con congregation. Lord, let us all gather as a family and let this become a festival. Lord, Lord, all the pastors from the ministers around the world, we are all gathering. Lord, let them know they are not simply, they are, they are simple servants, but let them know they are all family members and let them know they are, uh, they are in a festival. Lord, bless us. And Lord, let all your servants see your limitless glory. 
this time. Let those people who need to repent, let them repent. Let them who need to be delivered, let them be delivered. Lord, anoint more. Anoint. 